Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. There are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main content, if you want to get in contact with me, email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact. Email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and on Instagram, benpagedc. And if you listen to this, go to Instagram, tag me on the episode, and I'll tag you right back and we get to know each other. I love to get to know the community and I would love to get to know you. So let's get on to the main content. episode of the Wellness Farmer Podcast. This is episode 257 and this will be a solo show, which I like to do every once in a while. But I'm going to be talking about some of the things that happened in my life in the last couple of weeks and has to do with the garden and how it has retaught some important lessons. Uh, And I want to share these lessons with you. So if you haven't seen my Instagram feed for a while, you should go check it out and follow me if you haven't yet at Ben Page DC. I've been posting about broad beans or, or fava beans. Fava beans or, or broad beans have been on my mind lately because I harvested them for the very first time and I'm figuring out what to do with them. I ended up cooking them in a stew which actually turned out really good and I really enjoyed the fava beans. It was something new and and different but I really enjoyed them. And during this whole process, I asked you all for suggestions on Instagram, those that had cooked and planted them and harvested them before, and I appreciate all your help. Another really neat thing was I was able to give some away. That's one of my favorite things to do with my harvest. I was able to give some away, and I still haven't asked what they had done with them, but I'm going to do that, and I'll let you know. Um, All I have left to harvest from the winter garden are the beets, Swiss chard, and lettuce. And really, the lettuce is going to continue on. I'm going to, and I'm almost done with all the beets and the Swiss chard. Something else that is coming to an end, not just my winter garden, and, and this is bittersweet, is, is the age of my daughter where she prefers to be next to daddy. I have the privilege to take my daughter to school on most days. And I, I say it's a privilege because I know for many it's not that easy. For the last couple of years, we we have been able to walk the nine blocks to school. Those were priceless moments in my life, where we would walk hand in hand until the school, and then when we got to the front door of the school, she would wait next to me, holding my hand until the school doors opened. Once the school doors opened, I remember I would would kneel down and I'd always say to her the same thing, you're strong, you're beautiful, you're smart. And then I'd always finish off by saying, don't have too much fun just enough to try to get her to laugh. Most of the time she wouldn't laugh. I mean, most people don't get my jokes. <laughs> but th- but then I would get the opportunity to walk back home in silence, enjoying that beautiful feeling of having been with her. And it was such a it's, it was such a beautiful experience and like I say, priceless. Well, today it isn't quite like that. Uh, today I took her to school and as we walk hand in hand, she's quick to let go when she sees her friends. And she 
she lets go and runs towards her friends where she enjoys hanging out with them and I'm left alone just watching them. That's a hard pill to swallow. Today was special because right before she walked in she looked back and saw me and, and waved goodbye. And she hasn't done that for the last couple of times so man what a blessing that was to see her look back and wave goodbye. Life is full of seasons just like the garden. In the garden we must focus on the season we are in. I'm now focused on the spring-summer garden. Life is no different. If we don't focus on the season we are in, life will pass us by so fast that we won't be able to enjoy the little things that happen every day. So the season of my little girl hanging next to me is coming to a close. I just hope I was able to take as much advantage of it as possible. I know there were many times where my worries and fears of the future did not let me fully enjoy her company. And I know there were times where I was not focused on this season of life, the season of life I am in right now. If there's something I could tell my younger self, it would be enjoy the season you're currently in. And again, the garden being one of my best teachers has taught me that. It is a lifestyle, like in all health. We have to turn it into a lifestyle. We have to be living in the present moment at all times to fully enjoy life and the company of those that surround us. So what season of life are you in right now? Well, since I can't talk to my younger self, I will say it here. Enjoy the season of life you're in because it goes by fast. Weeks ago, I was expecting to be inspired and motivated. But I guess I went into the weekend with too much expectations or, or not enough humility. Two things that are incredibly important to also be able to enjoy life, to enjoy the moment. There's, there's no need to expect too much from others. And humility is the answer in almost everything. The way our day turns out has a lot to do with our morning. If we're going to have the right attitude of no expectations and humility, it is important to start off the day right. And that's why I believe movement in the morning is, is so important. Not just movement, but movement outside, under the sun, and on the earth. The combination of these, these three, done over time, will have a, a big effect on how effective we will be throughout the day. And being effective will change our mindset, we'll be more humble, we won't expect, and we'll be in the present moment. So if you already have a morning routine, that's awesome. And let me know what it is. I'd love to know. Send me a message on Instagram at BenPageDC or, or answer in this email. Or answer me in an email. Um, if you don't, I'm, I shared a video of mine in my membership. In the video, I show how I move at end range of motion. And that's what I recommend. And movement is a great way to get our bodies ready to take on another beautiful day. So if you want to see the video and be part of a group of people that are bringing, bringing the garden and our connection to nature and earth into the forefront of our journey for greater health and well-being, well, don't wait any longer and become one of the first 50 wellness farmers. The first 50 will be the founding members where they'll get an incredibly reduced price of the membership. But not only did I harvest fava beans, but I also harvested the last of the potatoes from the winter garden and a little over four pounds of potatoes to finish off the year, so it's not too shabby. So the spring garden starts by ripping out and harvesting what is left of the winter garden, taking the old out to start new. And sometimes it is not easy ripping out the old, 
but it must be done if we want to plant for the spring. So this is something else that is that the garden has retaught me in the last couple of weeks. So for a long time in my life, my first reaction to most problems was anger. And I personally believe it was because I was unable to assimilate my stress in a healthy manner, and it, and it came out as anger. Whenever something or something bothered me, someone or something bothered me, I would use anger as my reaction. It's terrible for my health and, and the health of those that surrounded me. I'm not perfect, I mean, that is for sure, but angry is not my first reaction as often now. To be able to do that, I had to rip out the old habits and plant new ones. This takes time, healing past traumas and not allowing new traumas to take me down in the process. It's a tough process, but a beautiful one, and is the only way forward if we are looking to improve. So we have to rip out the old habits to be able to plant new ones. Ripping them out means we have to take them at the root so they don't come back. Each bad habit caused by past life experiences has to be worked and healed. That's the only way to get it at the roots. So the garden continues to teach. Don't let anger or any negative reaction to emotions get the better of you. Rip out those bad habits at the root just like you would in the garden so you can start a new season with fresh composted soil that is fertile, free of weeds, ready for a new, better habit when taking on your stressful moments. And finally, another another, another thing that the garden retaught me is I just finished preparing an older garden bed, and it is now ready to plant into. If you go to Instagram, you can see a picture of it. You can, you can watch a video of it. And the bed looks nice, and it's, it's a finished product. And this is what usually happens in life, which makes everything looks so easy. We see the finished product and nothing about the challenges and setbacks and heartache that helped us get there. I find this is exactly what happens to me in business and in life. I read all sorts of books and I see all sorts of people that are having success and I say, well, this is easy. I can do this and I can impl implement that when, when, I read, when, I, when I read something, when I see them and, and I just don't see the success that they are achieving in my own life. They tell us what they did and, and maybe even how they did it and for some reason we th we think or we want to think that like magically we'll get this result this is great but we but we don't know the backstory everything that happened behind the curtain all the time grinding and f away failing over and over again the frustration the wanting to give in and and give up we will never fully understand what must be done what they did to get to where they are and why would they show you the hardest part of the process anyway? Because most people just want easy entertaining. But that isn't how we are going to get to the point where we are trying, what we are trying to reach. We have to experience it all if we really are going to achieve what we truly want. So this bed of mine that I just finished preparing, it looks nothing. It, look, it looked nothing like what it looks like now. I mean, there was grass growing into it because of the winter neglect, and weeds were all over the place. Even one of the weeds was, I put that, weeds, I mean, it's not really a weed, but one of the things I had to take out was, was an avocado tree that I dug up and transplanted in the same place where I planted an avocado tree the year before that didn't make it. I pulled out the old pepper plants, and that's not easy, ripping out all that hard work from the summer before, that's not easy. The soil still has a lot of clay and it was dry on top and moist underneath, making it hard to dig into and then heavy to turn over. 
So I dug it all up, and then I had to carry over three bags of homemade compost and three and throw over 50 pounds of compost on the bed. I mean, the compost itself takes months of flipping kitchen scraps and dry material. That's a lot of beautiful work in and of itself. I turned it into the garden soil to help turn the soil into a more beautiful growing medium for my plants. And I finally lay some leaves on top and wet them down and, and so, so, the, so the soil isn't exposed to the elements. So that whole process behind the scenes is everything that I had to do so you could see what a new fresh garden bed looks like that's ready to plant into. So after all that hard work and even some emotional pain, you got to see a garden bed that is ready for a new day. <clears throat> and this is the truth. It isn't easy, but it's wildly rewarding. We have to understand this important part of the process. Remember, whatever you want in life will come with its hard times. And I mean everything you want in your life. So you have to push into those moments, and you will eventually see and achieve what you're working towards. So to sum everything up that I've experienced in these last couple of weeks, what season of life are you in? Enjoy that season because it will come to an end. To better enjoy each season, be humble. And there's no need to be expecting too much from others. Yes, we need to push ourselves to be our best, but don't set ourselves up for failure when we expect too much of others. Move every morning outside barefoot to really take advantage of the time you have to enjoy each season. When we weed the garden, Make sure we take it at its root. The same works for our negative reactions to our emotions. To change habits, we have to grab it at it by its roots. And many times this means healing past traumas. This is not easy, but the work is well worth it. And finally, everything that we want in life won't come easy. Just like a garden bed ready to plant took work to prepare behind the scenes, all we want in life takes beautiful, consistent work, effort that most will not understand and not see. So don't conform, you have so much more to give. That's what the garden has taught me in these last couple of weeks. It continues to teach me as I grow. It's such a great teacher and hopefully it's teaching you. I hope these lessons that it taught me will help you out. And something I wanted to start new with my solo episodes is share something with you that's been helping me. So I'm gonna start sharing uh, something that's helping me become better and hopefully it will help become help you become your best and your healthiest self so I'm going to share a book I'm reading and almost all of what I'm sharing will will be a book and what I've read and how it's helped me so I'm going to share a book I'm reading that has helped me change and be better a book I am going to recommend because it's helped me so today's book is a book that changed the way I see nutrition I always believe that we should eat like our ancestors and that meats and fats are very important because I had read and studied Weston A. Price, but until I read the book, The Carnivore Code, the Carnivore, the Carnivore Code by Paul Saladino, I didn't understand the why. So it's a book full of the whys. We don't need to be afraid of consuming meat and fats and probably actually need to be consuming more of them and not less. So that's a book I'm going to recommend today. Go check out The Carnivore Code. It's a, it's a, it's a good read that, that'll help you understand the importance of eating more like our ancestors. So I'm going to recommend this book. I'll leave a link in my podcast outline where you can get a copy of it. Let me know. Tag me in the podcast. Uh, tag me if, you, if, if you're on Instagram. And finally, this is a grassroots movement. 
This grows because we get the word out one person at a time. A great way we get the word out is by leaving a review on the podcast. So my goal is to get to 50 before the end of the year. Help me reach that goal. If you haven't left a review, go to iTunes, type in the Wellness Farmer Podcast, and at the bottom there's a button to rate and review this podcast. Rate it and review it so we can reach our goal of 50. Also, buying my books as gifts for others is a great way to support and get the word out. So give Playing in the Dirt, The Four Pillars of Health, and a short ebook that I wrote, Tom, also Mental Well-Being Made Simple as gifts. Let's get the word out. And finally, join my membership, where we go so much more deeper into how we bring the garden and our connection to nature and earth into the forefront of our journey for greater health and well-being. The first 50 members will get an incredibly reduced price and be locked into that price. So don't miss out on this opportunity. Well, hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will be seeing you soon on the Wellness Farmer Podcast. Have a great week.